Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole on our February 13, 2018 episode, Mirrors and Portals in the Supernatural. Alright, so we'll try this again. Hello, welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. <laughs> ah. I clicked the I clicked the button, you know, it's you know, I clicked the button and it just I don't I guess it didn't You are just not up to your button clicking. You know, it's been it's just been one of those freaking days. It has been absolutely one of those freaking days. So um so we are back after a week hiatus. <laughs> Let me go through the whole thing again. Um so last week we had to cancel the show because Shauna had emergency gallbladder surgery. I got the call Tuesday morning, headed straight out to Illinois. By the time that I got there, uh, maybe an hour later, they were wheeling her out of surgery. So she's still recovering from that, now getting around a lot better. However, she is actually not feeling well tonight because of other reasons, so she is not with us in the chat tonight. We do have, fortunately, our lovely co-host, uh, Vanessa Hogel. Um, just other thing, other crazy shit going on. Um, because Donna Gordon, our uh, one of our Cheshire cats, who would normally be shenanigating the chat in Shauna's stead, um, had a uh, nasty tumble today and is not uh, going to be able to shenanigate the chat. <laughs> so we are we are kind of on our own tonight, uh, which is just <laughs> God. It's, maybe it's because of the thirteenth. I don't know, uh, Vanessa. It's been a crazy ass day. Hey, uh, just so the viewers know, not only am I doing the little chat thing on my phone, you know, love y'all, you know, I do if I'm doing this, but you're going to see me looking down a lot. I'm going to try my damnedest not to fall asleep on you people because I have been up since 4.30 yesterday afternoon. Yeah. True story. And I worked all day. No. So Vanessa hasn't been <laughs> so, able to sleep. Um, yeah. I'll explain why. This is a perfect show for it. Yep. <laughs> Now, we are going to be talking about mirrors and portals today, so this will be an interesting topic. I was really looking forward to talking about this last week, because we had our uh, Inside the Upside Down episode that I thought was going to be a great follow-up to this. We did attempt that. Um, we tried it on YouTube at first. didn't work out because Shauna's internet connection is just absolutely terrible. So we did a Facebook thing, which still was low quality, and then we ended up uploading it to YouTube. So uh, some of, well, many of you have gone and, and actually watched that video. So I do apologize for the poor video quality on that. Uh, but we, we tried to do what we could. And um, now we're back here live, back to the regular thing, our regular show, even though we have <laughs> just, our, our support crew just isn't here. <laughs> oh, and, and we are, we actually are broadcasting on uh, Spreaker through Beyond the Light Network. Um, which is pretty cool. Also on Periscope, uh, which I should probably bring that up so I can deal with the Periscope chat as well. So, and of course, YouTube, which is our main gig here. So, um, and if you are new, please subscribe, hit the little bell notification, all of that fantastic stuff. Um, Everybody is so worried that I haven't had sleep. Believe this, I will be going to bed <laughs> shortly thereafter the cool. show. I promise. Okay, because damn. I can't, Cause I can't damn. do, because damn, okay, that's a whole two <laughs> syllables, damn, damn, <laughs> but I got to tell you, Mike, this is, I'm just going, you know what, I'm jumping right on in, jump right okay. into it, go for it, 
I'm really excited about this, about this particular show. I'm going to put this down, y'all. I love you, but I'm putting it down. Um, oh, Thomas And there's McNich- Tom McNicholas. Yep. $5 super chat. You. <laughs> you can't even oh, get started to speak because there's Tom. Thank you, Tom. That's awesome. Really appreciate the $5 super chat. We do. And let me apologize. I'm not I'm not flipping y'all off, but I broke this nail again. Only one I ever break is this one. Okay? <laughs> so I apologize. Um, punch drunk right here. Punch drunk. Um, it's really interesting. The reason I haven't slept is I was trying. And the whole mirror thing is kind of, it kind of just hit me. I don't know if I'm just that out of it. But um, I was sitting on my couch last night getting ready to get up and go to bed you know i mean i'd been laying down kind of dozing in and out and it was it was coming to the point i'm just either going to lay there and die or i'm gonna get up and go to bed when i heard this loud crash in my bathroom well we all know that i am used to all kinds (laughs) of visitors (laughs) in my abode okay i'm used to all the photos yeah uh yeah my bathroom is shaped like an L. And it just occurred to me that where this picture that I use to rinse out my bathtub when I clean it, this picture where I keep it was right in front of a mirror and landed four and a half feet away the opposite direction going in an L shape in front of another mirror. Yeah, that's... That's crazy. It just hit me. It ju- it literally just it just landed right here. It just hit me, you know. And I I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I would love if you know the viewers could lend some insight on that because my brain's fuzz. <laughs> but it couldn't. It couldn't have. There's no way for it to do what it did. Because it, it was, like I said, it was sitting in a bucket on the top of my toilet, on the back of my toilet. Mm-hmm. The lid was up. So if it was going to fall, it would have fallen in the potty. If it was going to fly, it would have flown into my shower. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the I saw the pics and where it ended up just seemed very unnatural and i do want to say real quick thank you for those down on periscope tom mcnicholas lens uh amber and brooke thank you for hanging out down there uh yeah it, it there did you post them elsewhere other than on facebook and your twitter or anything like that um, so I people go check it out the, yeah i haven't put them on my twitter just yet um or on instagram um but because i need to get on twitter more i do you used I do. to be on there all the time I did, you know, but now that I have this cheap-ass phone that works great, <laughs> but it's a cheap-ass phone, you know, I don't want it draining my data. And Twitter will drain your data like a motherfucker. Oh, okay? Yeah. So I keep just I keep it just on the computer. But, um, I, but I do need to post them there. I thought about posting them on Instagram and everything. And I, I, I do have to say this. I love the fact, I absolutely love the fact that nobody questioned their authenticity. Yeah. I I thought all your feedback on it was pretty positive, at least from what I saw. I take that as the hugest compliment because that means I've earned trust. And I I appreciate it, and I don't want to let that go unnoticed or unspoken about. Um, I can't thank y'all enough (laughs) for for giving me that gift. 
Yeah. So blessed. And, um, and thank you guys for all the hearts down there in Periscope. Yeah. I see them flying across the screen. And Amber for sharing out the video. That's awesome. Thank you. So, yeah. So, okay. So, bathroom obviously has mirrors to it. And uh -huh. there's a lot of old traditions that go back to mirrors. Like, if somebody was you know, sick on their deathbed that people would cover up the mirror so that the soul wouldn't get sucked into the mirror. Uh, there yep. are traditions about moving mirrors around the house so they wouldn't always stay in one place, which today, you know, a bathroom mirror, that sucker is mounted to the wall. You're not moving it anywhere. So some of our beliefs and traditions either seem to be forgotten over time or have changed or, you know, what have What's you. fascinating when you bring up the moving of the mirrors is it's very similar to... Um, a a uh, a funeral down in New Orleans, jazz funeral. Um, when somebody passes away, they put them in the back of, of the carriage, and I and I'm not kidding. It's a carriage, mm -hmm. four-star carriage. Uh, their coffins or caskets go back there, and they are literally, you know, trotted all over the French Quarter in all different directions, and it can last hours before they're finally taken to their place of final rest. And it's to confuse the spirits in case they're vampires so that they don't come back and kill their family. So that is very similar to what you're talking about with the mirrors is constantly moving things around so that a, a pattern can't be formed or it can't be learned. And I find it interesting because I have a hard time sleeping anyway. We all know that. Right. I don't sleep much. And when I do sleep, I don't sleep well. And again, it just occurred to me today in, in a moment of lucid thought <laughs> I didn't have many of them but in a moment um the best night's sleep i get is when my son is over at his dad's i'll sleep in his room because he has a tv and i don't in my room mm -hmm. he doesn't have any mirrors but he has no mirrors in his room okay but still the tv could mm -hmm. act as that because a lot of people it, do say that you know the mirror because it it even though it's not a mirror, it has a reflective surface. So mm -hmm. therefore, um, that could that could be. And there was a couple of comments here in the chat. So uh, B3 Airspace was saying that they cover the clocks as well. Um, Dawn Spooky Spectacular was uh, saying the Hungarian relatives covered their mirrors when somebody died. In, Perry, in Carrie Parish, you should never have two mirrors facing each other in the same room. They can open a portal. And yeah, that's definitely a, a common belief. And I do have an example of that that I was going to get into later in the show, but we can hit that. Um, do it right now. Yeah, do it right now. Um, investigating the uh, the Bel Air house uh, almost, well, it was a little over a year ago now with, uh, with Copperhead. And we had gone live during that. It, maybe some of you uh, remember that. We were up in what they call the altar room. And we're getting some um, you know, quite a bit of activity up there, a lot of uh, hits on the, uh, the different EMF detectors, all that. And we ended up noticing there were two mirrors. One was on the dresser, but the other was you know, a regular mirror um, kind of resting on the floor. They were facing each other. And so, of course, it made us wonder, okay, with, with these facing each other, is this why we're getting so much activity here right now? I'm the one that told you to cover them. <laughs> Remember? You uh, you were on that one. Yeah. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I'm the one that's like, what the hell are they doing having them facing each other? Yeah, no, it was just like that. We we walked into the room and they were like that and didn't even realize until I guess it was probably you, I guess, that said something. <laughs> it's like Spirit 101. 
Right. You know, <laughs> I don't. I don't have any face in each other. Um, it would be prudent of me to say that probably one of the reasons that I have difficulty sleeping in my room is because the mirror that I have in my room, I have two, and one is um, a very large mirror because it's it's weird. My bedroom is weird. I've got like a bath and a vanity area. You know, so I have a vanity area in my room that's built in. Mm-hmm. So the mirror's built in. And it's not facing the southern mirror, but the southern mirror is a scrying mirror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That it would have been prudent for me to let y'all know that. Yeah. So why I might not sleep very well, <laughs> you know. And uh yeah. That I might I might need to cover that. Yeah. I might I might want to do that. So um, Yeah, you you mentioned scrying mirrors, and Tammy wants to um, talk about that. And a couple other comments above that. So, um, you know, Candy Orton and uh, Fungi Pungi, Pungi Fungi, sorry, one of those days, um, basically confirming, yes, you you put them opposite each other, it opens that up. You just think about, you know, looking through it, you can see infinitely uh, beyond, which is really interesting. Even Tom McNicholas, uh, tossing out there, bloody Mary, bloody Mary, you know, three times in front of a mirror. We have so many of those different uh, traditions, but, um, yeah, you want to talk about scrying mirrors real quick. Some people may not know exactly what a scrying mirror actually is. They're really interesting. It's, um, you can use any polished dark surface. Uh, some people scry in a crystal ball, which doesn't have to be dark. Um, some people scry in a shiny stone, um, but the best, what I have found um, to be the best is a black mirror. And it really essentially is just a mirror painted black. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you could use something like, yeah, um, obsidian or, or something like absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Granted, I, I think it would have to be a fairly impressive piece of obsidian, uh, in order to be able to that is what the scrying mirrors or any such surface is used for is for divination to be able to look into the past or into the future right and it's just something to focus on generally by candlelight and that just kind of helps you focus where you need to focus and just kind of let the images come to you um i do keep mine up higher however <laughs> however <laughs> uh, we i mean i I, I'm kind of a, I'm I'm kind of a not to use Michelle O'Baron's word I, I'm kind of a magnet they're kind of drawn to me, um, so it's for me to have one I don't even have to use it, it just, it just has to be there you know, mm-hmm. um, and a, a lot of people were concerned that what was doing that in my bathroom last night was he who who shall not be named and it's not that I know. No, I mean, I know his tricks and I know what he does. Uh, this has to do with the upcoming trip. That I know. Oh, really? But, okay. um, yeah, every time, Mike, every time, starting two months before the time I leave, shit goes down. And it doesn't stop until I go. Matter of fact, probably the only time I will get good sleep from a month ago to the time I come back from Ireland is on the plane going there. Okay. That's just the way hey, of it. Uh, Timmy um, Heisman is wondering why black or dark for the scrying mirror. Um, I really think that it just shows the the reflective surface better, and it also gives you almost an abyss. If I can sound you know a, a little crazy there for a second, but it's you know that saying you know if you look long enough into the abyss, eventually the abyss looks back into you. Right. 
it, it really does fall along those lines um, to where you can see more clearly without anything regular or mundane interfering with the vision. So if you're looking at a regular mirror, you're going to see a much more clear vision of yourself than you would anything coming in. It's going to be hard to bypass that. But if it's painted black, you might see somewhat of an image, somewhat of an outline of yourself, even a, a slight impression. But the visions that you're going to see in that mirror are going to be prominent. So it just allows for clearer vision. Okay. In my case, especially um, with accompanied by candlelight. Now, again, considering yeah. like if you're using something like uh, obsidian for your scrying mirror or another shiny black stone, uh, you have a black stone here. So would that also protect you while you're scrying? It can. But here's the thing when you're talking about um, divination of any type, whether that is tarot, pendulum, runes, scrying, Ouija, any of that, you're opening a door, a portal, so to speak. You're opening that, and it's not unlike opening or unlocking the front door to your house. Sure, you, you've invited certain people over, and you're fairly certain they're going to come. But there's no, there's nothing saying that something won't follow them in because that door is unlocked. And so that's why you have to be very, very, very careful where the stone, if you're using that, might have protective properties. What you're using it for almost negates that. Okay. It almost negates that. So you shouldn't, if you're going to use like a, a large flat piece of obsidian, if you have a really pretty polished one, um, Generally, it's going to have to be about oh, maybe about that big to get a good enough uh, image on it. Don't count on that one to be your protection and your vessel. Have something else with you, um, on you, on your person um, that acts as a protection for you. Okay. Just be very careful with it. I mean, we all know I don't practice what I preach. I do all kinds <laughs> of crazy shit. Of but, course, and, and, right? We never practice yeah, what we preach. Yeah, but y'all practice what I preach. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shay Carroll was uh, looking for what exactly is scrying? Divination. Yeah. Divination, and like I said, looking into the past and looking into the future. Um, and it's interesting, those who want to look into the past, it doesn't mean it's going to be last week. You might very well get images from another past, another time. Oh, and this is, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up, hon. Um, who was that? <laughs> who was that that did that? What was her name? Shay. Okay. Shay. Here's the thing, and this gives you a kind of a, um, a really good idea um, as to what it truly is like. One of the best forms of meditation is imagining yourself, kind of, and I did this before, where I was laying on a bed. And I pictured everything around me, it, almost inky blackness, almost like an undulating black silk, if you know what I mean. Just that, like you'd see in a movie, but I, visualize that. Um, and watching the chakras from seven to one come at me in the numbers in their perspective colors. And you do that over and over and over again until it puts you in that meditative state. But it's against that backdrop. And I was able to actually witness a past life and, and a murder of myself. Wow. 
And I don't think that that would have been anywhere near as successful had I tried to do it without that visualization. And so that's what the scrying mirrors in their, in their blackness or jet, if you can get a large enough piece, yep. obsidian, onyx, any of those, what they can do for you. I, I don't, I don't have the patience to do it through a crystal ball because my mind automatically sees the air bubbles in it and I want to connect the dots. Right. Okay. So um, now Zippy Davis is asking, what is it about mirrors that give them kind of powers? They we okay. This is interesting. This is a very good question, actually. Yeah. Um we don't ever see our own faces. We can't see our own faces. We see what the mirrors portray back to us. We can never see ourselves as others do. We don't have that capability, never will. You know, you can try to look at your own nose and you're not gonna see it. It's not yeah, everybody try. <laughs> everybody try yeah, look see at your a own little nose. bit right there. <laughs> You can see a shadow of what you believe yeah. is doing. That hurt my um, eyes. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't know why. Ugh. Oh, and the thing is, is mirrors have that capability that they are almost magical in and of themselves because they determine how we see things. You know, you've heard right. women. You've heard women talk about skinny mirrors. And oh, I can't. Oh, go, yeah. I can't close at that store. They've got fat mirrors. <laughs> You know, um, and I've well, I even go into a fun house and they've got all kinds of crazy things. Yeah. So it, it, it just, it kind of, it, it, it is almost a magical experience. The longer you stare into a mirror, the more you see the things around you that you do not notice. You that's almost, that's almost, uh, Harry Potter ish, the uh, mirror of Erised, which is desire spelled backwards and, or desire in mirror form. Um, yeah, where you do begin to see the things around you that you desire. And sometimes Absolutely. sometimes we see other people in there, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. So what, and sometimes it's not so fun. Yeah. So what's going on with that? Because it does seem like um, just even looking through a mirror that you can... It, like, older mirrors are great for this um, because the older ones had a silver backing that gave it that reflective quality so they they were also a conductor of a, of energy as well um so staring in there long enough you're opening a portal into other worlds and seeing other people in other time frames so what is it that's going on there is it is it just the reflective surface or something else is going on there too what is and a man i am this is a loaded question <laughs> this is a loaded question but I'm going to ask it anyway. And there's going to be some perv comments. Y'all keep it clean. I'm going to come in there after you. Um, right. What is your most personal object in your home? It's your mirror for everybody. For everybody. It is your most personal object. It is what dictates how you see yourself. So every well, And how you present yourself to the world when you go out in the morning. Every last one of us. And all those who passed before us who had access to a reflective surface like that, okay, spend a lot of time in front of it. Whether it's brushing our hair and thinking of the man we're going to marry or, you know, putting that bow tie on and, and getting ready to go pick up our future wife for our first date, you know. There's that emotion that is tied to 
to what we would consider such a mundane object, but it is the most used in the home period. Everybody, for the most part, not 100%, but darn tootin' close, okay, has them in more than one place, generally in multiple rooms. And even if they don't use them, even if they don't pay attention to using them, they'll look at them when they walk past. It's become second nature. You don't even realize it. But every time you do that, every time you especially unconsciously focus your energy on that, you're leaving an imprint. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca Gardner saying is that uh, she gets visions in still water and handheld mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not Can- surprised. Candy Orton saying, uh, yeah, it does happen sometimes and not always people. Um, Fran Molino asking, do you think you can get sucked in? Not in the way... Not in the physical sense. Not in the physical sense. Um, can you in a meditative or dream state? Yes. Absolutely. I know that from experience. In a physical sense, no. Um, can they act as a vehicle? Yes, but not in the physical sense. What about, okay, as far as like, quote unquote, getting sucked in, remember, a lot of traditions have covering the mirrors so that your soul doesn't get sucked into there. So again, not physical, but it would be your soul, which I guess would be your physical spirit form. Well, it's, it's, but it's not physical. Well, it's energy. Yeah. Yeah, it's energy. Um, but energy may, ha- but energy may have a bit of a mass to it. It might, it might. But can it be manipulated? You know, th- those are things that that is something that I think is. is <laughs> Don, Don says only on LSD can you get sucked into the mirror. <laughs> well, I have not tried that. I'm all good. You know. I mean, my brain is open enough. I don't think that we need to even go there. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But um, but energy can be manipulated. It can be know? manipulated, you know. And we haven't even come close to to chipping off the tip of the iceberg as to what lies for us after we pass. We have no idea the level of manipulation or the knowledge that we acquire once we pass. We don't know how all of that works. All we know is that as investigators, as researchers, as psychics, as mediums, as sensitives, that we know there is something out there. And we know that there are particular objects, particular um, situations that make it easier for us to access what is out there. And mirror is definitely one of them. Yeah, so Rebecca Gardner is saying so a soul doesn't get trapped in the human world. Yeah, so... The, the belief there was that, you know, when the soul leaves the body, when you pass away, that it would get trapped in the mirror and stay in the physical world here instead of going up to heaven and passing on into the afterlife. And then uh, Judy Wilson is saying, to this day, my grandmother and oh, just scrolled up and sister-in-law cover their mirrors in their bedrooms every night. They both say it keeps spirits from coming through while they sleep. And that would be, you know, um, you know mirrors like a portal. What's that? <laughs> I need to do that. You need to do that. <laughs> you think I would be doing this? You what, know, I've only what about those people that put the mirrors up on their ceilings, like right above the bed? Oh, <laughs> but people do that, you know. <laughs> true story. Not me. Not me. <laughs> but true story. People do that. 
more power to them. You know, nothing but love. Uh, yeah, Bree Jones is saying, I lived in a lot of condos that have closet doors which have mirrors across from a window and they are spooky. Yeah. Because you yeah, have that, again, you have that reflective surface set up a, uh, opposite that reflective surface. Even though one is a pass through, it still has a bit of a reflective surface. <clears throat> Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Um, and the thing, but it isn't just mirrors that can, that can cause a portal in a home yeah you know sometimes it is something as simple as anger you know as an extreme amount of anger whether that anger is coming from this side or is earthbound whether it is a physical person a physical living person whose anger or sadness or, or rage or whatever is so extreme that it literally punches a hole you know and draws that energy to them you know, I mean, it, it's not uncommon. Um, it's not uncommon um, for portals, for what people believe portals to be, to be in homes that have multiple prepubescent <clears throat> girls, yeah. you know, who are just, you know, just heading into womanhood. Our hormones are a fucking dump truck of shit, you know? <laughs> I mean, they, they just are, let's face it we're nutcases around that time because the hormones are going crazy um it's not uncommon for a portal to be opened by that type of energy as well it doesn't necessarily have to be a surface right you um know? ether shadow has a, a really good question uh -huh. he says i picked up an antique mirror at an auction what can i do to help seal the mirror is there anything i can do not to really seal Unless you're willing to practice. Okay. What do you mean by practice? Uh, witchcraft. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you can't just sage it down or there's also... Um, there's cleansing and then there's shielding. Right. Ground and or shield. Ground and shield. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, in the movie Dwelling, they just painted it over with black paint and sealed it. But then that defeats the purpose of the, of the mirror. Exactly. But, I mean, I'd sage the hell out of it anyway. Um, yeah. You know, any, anything anything that we bring into the home like that uh, from, from outside. I, I remember reading one thing, um, and, and it was a – and they were suggesting sage and all that. Um, they were talking about just even buying a new mirror from Walmart because, you know, the, the mirror could be picking up energy from walking by. You definitely don't want that Walmart energy. No. <laughs> no. I mean, no, just don't do that to yourself. Go to Target. <laughs> get Target energy. Go to Target and get that energy. Leave <clears throat> leave the woman energy at home, okay? Um, but as far as cleansing the mirror, um, what I would do if it was me, and this is what I've actually had people do with jewelry pieces and everything else that's worked really well, um, is that use white sage. For me, it works the best. And make sure that you are completely submerging that item into the smoke of the sage mm -hmm. and then once you feel like it's been enough and i mean it could take two minutes it could take 20 you know just depends um but you but you feel like you've kind of hit every surface every little speck of it um then you would take that object place it on crystals and put it outside or at least within um direct line of moonlight Preferably, or you can even do it on a new moon, and leave it there for two weeks. Okay. 
Interesting. And, and, and let that let that crystal just kind of pull that, that negative energy out or at least stabilize it. I burped. I'm sorry. Um, at least stabilize <laughs> it. You know, um, as, as far as blocking anything coming out of it, that, that's a binding spell. And call me. You just kind of broke <laughs> up there a little bit. It's a binding spell. And did you say call you? Uh, I said, call me. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm not going to tell you how to do that over YouTube. <laughs> okay. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah. The ether Sauce uh-huh. says that she had the mirror turned around facing the wall for like a year. So, um, and Fran is asking what you, what you do with the crystal. Uh, with the, the crystal's fine. It's, it's self-cleansing, really, because what it's doing is it is pulling any negative energy that is attached to the object into itself, but at the same time is being cleansed and empowered by the atmosphere, by the moon. By, and you can actually bury this stuff, too. You know that. You put, put the, the object on the crystal and bury it. But depending on what the object is, you don't really want to do that. I had somebody do this with rings uh, because of a particular negative energy attached to them. And I wasn't going to have them bury rings because yeah. anything could happen. Um, so I actually, um, I had a, um, a geode that we had broken into many pieces that acted as a cup. Okay. It was um, able to sage the rings and then place them in the geode. Uh, a comment from the chat, uh, Ava Gellert says, uh, protection oil on an old mirror and it helped a lot. So I don't know what protection oil that might be. Um, it just depends. That is actually a really individualized thing. For me, it's dragon's blood. Well, okay. always. Be. That is my go-to oil. I, I know Shauna loves dragon's blood. Yeah. So I'm going to have to bring me a shitload of it from New Orleans when she comes up. Um, but that's my go-to. For others, it could be lavender. For uh, somebody else, it could be lemon. Yeah, we lost you. Lemon Oh, mother trucker. You got me back now? <laughs> You're back. Okay. Uh, for others, I mean, just go to your local esoteric store if you don't have one that calls to you and simply go through their oils and see which one you feel more drawn to. You can use that um, along with Florida water or salt water, uh, preferably pink Himalayan or uh, or uh, rock salt. Um, and you can use that to uh, clear the borders in your house, uh, keep things out. Or in, depending on what you're looking right. for, um, to anoint the archways or the archways in your home. Same with windows. Um, so it just depends on what calls to you. And each person is an individual. If someone tells you one won't work, but it calls to you, get what you want. What about about something like salt? Like, like let's say you have a big uh, framed mirror. And Jen, thank you very much for the uh, ten dollars super yeah. chat. That's fantastic. Wow. Thank you very much. Thank you, love. Really do appreciate that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we have some fantastic Mad Hatters down there in the chat room. So Tom McNicholas and Jen are super chat superstars so far for the evening. Really do appreciate that. Yeah. We so have the ever. Yeah. <laughs> so the question I was asking with uh, salt. Let's say you have like um, a really thick frame on a mirror. Could you like salt the little ledge there in front of the mirror? You could, but it's not going to stay, not the way that you want it to. Um, so the best thing to do would be to have um, 
I personally prefer uh, some type of natural water source, which if you can't get to it, then spring water from the store, that'll work. Um, and add your salt to it and leave it in the moonlight overnight. And then take it and lightly, because you don't want to warp your wood, right. just kind of spray around it. Okay? And, and that, that does seem to help. That does seem to help. Um, I also wanted to, to address um, uh, Tammy here. She says, what about sage oil? Darling, if it works for you, do yeah. it. That's a good question. Absolutely. It is what it is. Whatever works for you as an individual. What works for me might not work for you and vice versa. So this is one of those instances where you listen to your gut. It will lead you where you need to go. Yeah, and Dawn has in there um, that she created her own oil uh, and wears it. Uh, patch That's patchouli, wonderful. dragon's blood, and I'm probably going to butcher it, yang, yang Lang. Oh, uh, Lang Lang. Lang Lang. Silent yeah, Wise. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I can't do um, patchouli too much. Um, it really does irritate my sinuses, as, as does cedarwood, which is another good one. Mm, um, okay. Yeah, that instant migraine. But yeah, dragon's blood, that's my shit. Yeah, and Shauna really likes that too, so. Um, and Carrie's saying he, he uses goofer dust. So. Mm -hmm. um, B. Jones has one on here. It says, Vanessa, if someone gives you a protection bla uh, bracelet, black beads, that has shiny beads, can that harvest negative energy more than repel it? If they're standardized plastic black beads, no. Okay? And generally, if I'm being honest, any black stone that you come across is more of a absorber of negative energy that will keep it away from you that having been said thank you yeah, Bree jones. jones Bree jones with two dollars yeah. canadian awesome thank you very much Bree. appreciate that yeah. um but it's generally not they're not going to cause you trouble but if you are at all concerned again same thing what mike and i were talking about is a little bit of salt water not table salt. It needs to be rock or pink Himalayan, preferably. Um, you can also actually add a little bit of charcoal dust, and that will help absorb some of the negative energy if you feel that they are. And uh, you spritz them down, leave them out overnight, and then anoint them with your oil, you know, or preferably two weeks. But and then anoint it with your oil, and you should be able to wear it. It just depends on what type of um, what type of vibe you've been getting from it. I always tell people if somebody gives you jewelry, cleanse it. Tom McNicholas is actually is asking if bath salts work. I think if I think most of those are kind of artificially fabricated, so yeah. I'm, I'm thinking not so much. If they're homemade, as far as cleansing, yes. Um, the what's bought in the store, I'm not comfortable with. Now. Um, for anyone who's going to be at our Paracon, Haunted Road Media Paracon, um, I will have some of this stuff there already cool. made up for you. Um, so if you just come to my table, you can purchase it there, and I, I won't highway rob you, okay? Because <laughs> um, I, I don't believe in that. It doesn't take much to make, so it's not going to be expensive. Um, yeah, and anything that Vanessa doesn't have, I know It's Raining Zen is going to have a lot of that stuff, which is a fantastic shop right there at Mineral Springs, so... Um, Absolutely. So it's it's just you got to find what works for you. And like yeah. I said, um, I'm never going to tell somebody that's not going to work. 
Because well, and I think sometimes it's trial and error. See if what works and what doesn't. Oh, and, oh yeah, Patrick Snaggletooth. Hey, five dollars oh. Canadian. Hi, Mike and Vanessa. I love watching Hunter of Media. Watching your show helps me get through my chronic lower back pain issues. You know, and Patrick sent like the sweetest letter last year to to us. Um, and so, thank you very much. Really do appreciate the five dollars Canadian. You you're fantastic. So, so I'm... yeah. <laughs> so Patrick, Bree, Jen, Tom. Super Chat Superstars tonight. Really do appreciate it. That's awesome. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Don't make me cry. I'm already sleepy. Okay? <laughs> I'm amazed. I, I'm amazed I got the freaking mascara on just for you people. Okay. Um, let's see here. Now, what else do we got on here, Mike? What's people saying? Because I'm um, getting blown. Mimosa the flowers <laughs> and Estee Lauder stuff. So, <laughs> beat three airspace. <laughs> you know what? If it works for you, darling, you have at it. And, and Bree is saying, your Canadians love you guys. Yeah, we love all you Canadians. It's awesome. I have a standing invite to come to Canada and investigate a cabin on a lake up there that I get to stay in. So that... We're talking about that, yeah. Probably going to have to happen. If it can't happen this year because I've got so much going on already, it will probably happen next spring. You know, haven't been to Canada yet. Why the hell not? Let's go. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's actually been some years. Um, wow, last time I was through, I was in Canada. I think was when I was driving through out of Alaska because I was stationed in Alaska for three years, and then um, yeah, drove through to get back here. Uh, to what they call the lower 48, but um, I've, I've been there a number of times. Of course, Niagara Falls, yeah, but uh, Toronto, and then um, shoot, it was one of the national parks up there. We'd gone up through Michigan, uh, through Sault Ste. Marie, and up into Canada, uh, past all that uh, above Michigan, and I forget which national park it was. It was absolutely beautiful. There's some fantastic, uh, beautiful country up in Canada. Yeah, you want to know where I want to get up in Canada? Huh? You want to know where I want to get up in Canada? Where? In Oak Island. Fuck yeah, let's go. Let's go. No, seriously, I watched that show. That's cool. Yeah, I I'm, watched I'm, it. I'm, I got to catch up now. I missed last week because um, everything going on with Shauna. Well, I'll need to go back and see because I watched up to everything they had on Netflix. So I need to. I need well, to yeah, they got the new season going on right now. They're in the middle of the season. It's actually toward the end, but yeah. So yeah, as soon as that's on Netflix, I'll be watching it because I mean, I I, I got I got nothing but love for them, <laughs> but they don't have the whole story. Well, you know, and it's it's funny because they keep getting fed all all these different stories from all kinds of people and kind of you know, and that's something I actually really enjoy about the show is like they do introduce a lot of different history, even though they have like all different kinds of crazy ideas and and what just all kinds of different theories that are going on about what may be in there um it's interesting because you can tell that just from the artifacts that they've that they have dug up i mean it's been visited by people for hundreds and hundreds of years from all different time frames so i mean that in itself just the history behind it whether or not they actually find gold or whatever uh just the history behind it is a treasure what I keep hearing every time I would watch that show, and this is no joke, and it's a man's voice saying it, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And they're looking for treasure, and they're looking for the wrong treasure. They're looking at treasure the wrong way. Yeah. 
you know. And so, uh, it's, Shay has it's a. Actually, go ahead, just real quick. Um, no, I'm good. Good. I'm trying not to sneeze. Okay, Spreaker. <laughs> uh, Shay Carroll's uh, monitoring our chat out on Spreaker, which is through uh, Beyond the Light Network. Um, from you Jen know. out there, what's a super chat? So yeah, those out on Spreaker, and I'm probably those in Periscope. Kind of well, Periscope you can see, Spreaker you can't. Um, so what that is here on YouTube, our our primary broadcast is through YouTube. We also uh, broadcast out to Periscope, and just this week is our first time I'll be on the Light Network on Spreaker. And so what that is is a, a donation through uh, YouTube uh, that. Uh, it, it's a it makes a nice big colorful border on the chat room uh, within YouTube and it, it's a donation feature uh, for Hunter Road Media so it's very very cool stuff and there is BD Flint two dollars uh, from BD Flint thank you very much since we're talking about it <laughs> Zippy Davis awesome. just said that he just got done watching a movie called The Ritual brother I saw that Mike have you seen it. The Ritual, you know... It's on Netflix. I'm, no, I haven't. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to fuck okay. it up for you. It's Don't. totally good. Okay, I'll, totally check it out. Good. I'll check it out. Okay, you got to do it. So, Cor uh, Corinna Jenkins says, Can an individual become a portal themselves and a spiritual awakening intensify that experience? And if so, what impact would that have on existing portals, such as through mirrors? Wow, that's an interesting question. That's a brilliant question okay <laughs> that is a brilliant question and i'm going to give you the only answer i have okay um t for me it is almost as if i become a portal when i channel because i never know what is going to come through um is it is it something that can affect others yes Okay, um, for those, and we have a lot of new people, a lot of new people in here, Mike. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recount what happened in the living room at that house in Virginia. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Uh, just, uh, this is a real quick story. And again, do as I say, not as I do, please. This is, it's dangerous. There's that. Um, uh, I was allowing myself to be open in, in a way I shouldn't when I was in this private residence investigating in Virginia. It's, I flew out there because there were children involved and they needed help. And um, so I opened myself up and was allowing the conversation and the actions to come through me. And I thought everything was going fine. And the next thing I know, I'm on the floor with Gwen Clapper from BPI over me with her hands on my head and everybody is standing around me and I don't, I don't have a memory of it and I'm very right. thankful for that. Um, but what they said, and this is six different witnesses. Um, they said that everything was going fine pretty much. And, you know, I have all this, all this, you know, um, interaction and telling them where everything is. And, and there, there's videos on that part of it. Um, but when we went to take a break, they said I ended up on the floor screaming at the top of my lungs, screaming. Um, and I was holding my, my, arm, my hands over my face, my ears and my face. And uh, Gwen had a good forethought enough to, to send Alyssa, her daughter, out to the car to get what is called a witch's stone that I brought her back from um, Castleton, England. And uh, 
she was holding that onto my head when she finally was able to pry my hands away from my eyes and she said that they were changing colors. Now, I have green eyes. Sometimes they go <laughs> blue, but see, they're green, right? Those green eyes. Green right now, yeah. Yeah, they were yellow and red. Yeah, that's... So, there's no rhyme or reason for that. There is no physiological reason for that to happen to me. Um, just like there was no reason later on that night for my head to be laying on my back. So, and all of it has many, many witnesses. So, it's in a sense, when you channel to that degree, you become a portal because I'm no longer me mm -hmm. when that happens. Something else is me, and I am somewhere far, far, far away. Yeah. Yeah, you're... Is that from From the different... Um and you just read your books, you know, <laughs> from the different experiences you've described when that's happened. Yeah, it seems like you were completely somewhere else and something. And there's the and there's the video from BPI of you at Moundsville that yeah. you were we finally get a glimpse of you just in that zone, in that trance, whatever it is. Uh, we do have a question here uh, that Shay has posted from Spreaker. Spreaker question, can portals appear anywhere? And I believe they can, but they can be stronger in certain places like um like the crossing of of ley lines uh a, a porter would definitely be a lot stronger there and you know we discovered uh if, if you've seen the the episode the haunted monster in the closet that, that i was in we had discovered that that house there does have a ley line crossing which ended up making a lot of sense why there was so much intense activity there and they were getting so much just just the activity, uh, the types of entities that they were getting. So it did seem like I mean, the, the focus of the show was on the primary, the guy with the red eyes and the closet and all that. But they were getting other activity there as well, a lot of different shadow people and what have you. And so it was seeming that there was a, a, a portal there where spirits are going in and out and they were seeing uh, a lot of that activity. Um, exactly. So Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I, I agree that it's... Um, it, they can be anywhere, but just like you said, with ley lines, with um, mm -hmm. excessive amounts of limestone. Yep. Uh, for me, oh, yeah. I, the, the whole area there, you know, we've talked about it before, where uh, Shana grew up, Campsville, right there mm -hmm. along the river, you have the limestone bluffs, and that whole strip there, you know, there was the goldenrod, unfortunately, which is gone, which you know, was extremely haunted. The uh, the cafe that Shauna's had so many experiences at was haunted. The inn that's there, um, a, a number of the different houses. That whole little strip there is just like crazy haunted between the limestone and the water. So, yeah. oh yeah, water. Yeah, water's a huge thing. Um, and and that's something that a lot of people don't don't really think about is that water's a carrier of energy. Yeah. It's a generator of energy. So I mean, you can you can really get a lot of evidence in or around water. Um, the other thing, like I said before, is any place that has a very heavy emotional stamp on it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean... Now, but here's the thing. Let's, let's verify. It doesn't mean that the portal is always there. It just well, means... They can come and go. It's, it's just... Oh. I, I, I guess, the, yeah, that's the caveat. The portals don't always persist in a location. Um, they can appear wherever. It's just more likely to appear in those places that have more intense energy going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and they can close as quick as they open. Yeah. 
Yeah, they they could be there for a couple seconds. They could be there for a couple years. Exactly, and it's just you just kind of never know. And I don't give a shit who you are. I don't <laughs> I don't care. Y'all know how I roll. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit or blow smoke up somebody's ass for nobody. If somebody tells you that they know where every single one of them is and they know how to close every last damn one, oh. walk away. <laughs> walk away. Yep. You know, I'm not going to blow that smoke up your ass. I hope nobody else does either. <laughs> we have another uh, Spreaker question. Thank you, Shay, for taking those. Um, would a human portal be a ghost magnet? So I guess the question is, is Michelle LeBaron a, a portal? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they're drawn to Michelle like they're drawn to me, like they're drawn to Lori Johnson, like they're drawn to Gwen Clapper. Yeah. Um, they're, I mean, they're, there's... Quite a, quite a few, you know. Uh, and But here's the thing, again, and Mike, you know how weird I am on this. I've got mm-hmm. to state this. We ain't special. Oh, Every last person. Oh, I hate that. Nah, I'm just going to, uh, I'm done. Okay. I, I hate the first people's <laughs> bubble. I truly do. But we're not special. Anybody has this capability if you learn to listen to yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, I'm not special. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing special about me. I just don't deny doing this anymore. That's all. That's all. So, yeah, because I don't care. I don't <laughs> care if people think I'm, you know, think I'm bullshit or what. I don't, I don't give a fuck. They don't pay my rent. So. Sure enough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. That, yeah. I think I hit my cursing quota for the day. I was, I've been real good. You did? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. I know. <laughs> Holy fuck, Batman! Sorry. And like Candy says in there, uh, everybody is capable. Yeah, you know, um, absolutely. I I, I think everybody has something to one degree or another. Um, You know, even uh, even me. (laughs) And I never try to. You know, and I never try to say that I have anything in particular because I think one of the things, and it drives me nuts, that there are people out there that try to make out that they have more than what they currently have. And sure, I, I believe that you can, you know, develop your abilities and make them stronger. But there are people out there that you know have a little bit of something going on, but they are pretending that they're way the heck up here. And so I never try to portray myself as having much of anything. But yeah, sure, I've got a little bit of something going on. Yep. And we're going to talk about that next show on, on Dreams on Inside the Upside Down. Let me let y'all in on a little secret, okay? person who claims they have the most generally has the least. Yeah. So, true story. So, think about that, you know? Um, like I said, I mean, we're talking about, I mean, a lot of people in the chat have had wonderful questions and insightful yeah, questions. Yeah, the, cha- the chat yeah. questions tonight have been fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So this is this is not a bunch who is you know just sitting there coming up with you know with with you know shit on the fly. These are these are well thought out, concise, mm-hmm. incisive questions. Yes, you mad you know, matters they, are awesome. Absolutely, they know what to look for. They know what to believe and what not to believe. They know to listen to themselves. So if they come across any of these particular situations, they're they're better armed to handle it. And don't have to go to someone, you know, who may or may not be able to help them or might actually lead them astray. Oh, and yeah. that, that scares me, you know, because we all got mirrors in our house. 
Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> we know, we know. And Rebecca Gardner says, uh, the ones that claim to be mediums but don't seem to hit on the important information, when us peons prove them wrong? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm a peon. Here's a, another uh, speaker question from Jen. Can portals move, jump with our device or mirror? I guess, can they move or jump around with, with a device or mirror? Well, I, I wouldn't see why not. Because it isn't... It isn't what we would consider a physical thing. It's not like a wooden door into a room. It's something that is not really completely visible to the eye. Sometimes you can get the little whirly things, like in the basement of Mineral Springs. Sometimes you can get the little shimmer, the little where it looks like the, the oil on the highway in the sunlight. Sometimes you'll see that in a room and you'll kind of know what you're dealing with. Sometimes it's in a mirror, some, you know, whatnot. I don't, I can't say they can or can't jump around, but I do believe it's possible. This is a uh, interesting question. I like this from Dawn, Spooky Spectacular. Question, do you think shows like this can be portals inviting in energies being talked about? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, and I, I think about it, you know, with... Um, We've talked about it like at cemeteries where, you know, I don't think spirits are necessarily hanging out at a cemetery because people are like, well, why would a spirit be there at the cemetery? It's like, I think what happens a lot of times is we go to a cemetery, we're reading headstones, maybe we're going to visit a loved one and we're talking about them and they come up, they come along. Somehow, you know, whatever vibration in the, in the universe goes out to them saying, hey, somebody's talking about you and come visit. So I think the same thing, sure, can happen with shows like this where we're talking about a lot of these different things and there's somebody out there that's like, hey, that's interesting. I'm going to go check that out. Well, I mean, I remote view for teams in England. So who yeah. they're trying to contact with is talking to me. I am six hours behind them and many, many, many miles. Yeah. So yeah, it is, it is not an, it's not an issue. Travel, it's not like hopping on the highway. It's, it's totally different. Um, there is a question on here that I actually really want to address. Okay. This is from Snaggletooth, okay? All right. Uh, I have it. a question. Why do adults tell their kids not to believe in ghosts? And I cannot tell you how happy I am that you asked mm -hmm. that. That's a good question. Okay? <laughs> um, I've been this way my whole life. And uh, I, uh, at the age of 13, I decided that I was, I was tired of being the freak. So I pushed everything aside. Y'all buy my books, you'll hear the whole story. <laughs> but I pushed everything aside and I lived in my own little prison until I had my son when I was in my 30s. Now, for those who don't know, I've lost six babies. All right. My son is my only living child. And he was the last one. Um, interestingly enough, going back in the math, we have pretty much confirmed that my son was a triplet. And the oh. twins that I lost on my 30th birthday were my son's twins. Because I went back and did the math, and from the date that we believe conception was to the date I gave birth to my son was 35 weeks. Wow. And they said that I was 38. So, and he was eight, almost 8 pounds and mm -hmm. 22 and a half inches long. So, yeah. No, it wasn't 35 weeks. He'd have been a big fucker. Right. Um, but I, up until... He turned about one, one and a half. Um, I still kept it all in. I ignored any of the signs that I still had any type of gifts. 
until my son started showing me that he did. And I was not going to let him grow up the way that I did, even though this runs in our family on both sides. I did not want my child believing that he was a freak. Right. So, yeah, um, the reason that people do that is because admitting that there is something after we pass blows a lot of people's religious views out of the water. And that's very uncomfortable for them, and I will not judge. I will not judge. Um, but it, when you have to, when you have to face your own mortality, when you know something exists after death and you have seen it and you've spoken to it and it's touched you, you don't want that for your kid. Except I said, I'm, he, I'm not going to do that to him. Yeah, so it's, it's a, it's a protective measure. You know, parents think that they are... Yeah protecting their children by telling them that there's no such things as ghosts because they don't want them to be scared when they're going to bed at night you know some children have a hard enough time going to sleep already and you know they're looking at the closet and they're thinking they're seeing something in there and so the parents come in no there's nothing going on there's no such things as ghosts there's no such things as monsters you know etc cetera, etc cetera, because you know they want their child to feel safe and relax and go to sleep or, or whatever it was it's it's a protective thing so well, the thing is, I mean, I promised myself when I had my son, I would never lie to him. Right. So, so. when he asked me, I'm not lying to my kid. <laughs> and uh, we have a comment off of uh, Periscope from Lights, Camera, Tamara. My parents won't hear it, even though their past loved ones are close. Kind of sad. That's yeah, that is kind of sad. But you can't don't hold it against them. Okay, everybody has their own level of comfort, and as much as I want everybody to be okay with mine, and my family isn't, y'all. I don't think y'all understand that. Not everybody in my family supports what I do. Oh, <laughs> by any stretch. Talk, talk to my sister. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Going so far as to never having read any of my books, never yeah. purchased any of my books, don't speak about it in public. You know, um, as much as I would love for people to respect what I do and my viewpoint viewpoints on it. I'm not going to disrespect theirs. You know, when, so when people ask me that age old question of how can you believe in this stuff? I have a very simple answer and you feel free to use it. I don't have the same option that you do. I don't have a choice. Right. Yeah. It's, it is absolutely a part of your life. So you are. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, this is me. It's good as it's going to get. <laughs> Take it or fucking leave it. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. So we are past our hour, if you can believe that. I know, right? I know. It, always, it always flies by. So, <laughs> so we really do appreciate everybody hanging out tonight. Uh, don't go anywhere because at, um, well, there's no way it's going to be 1045 tonight because it's already past 1030. But um, as close as I can get it before 11 o'clock, we'll be cranking up inside the Upside Down. Uh, we're going to be talking about the dream world, which will be very interesting. I know we're supposed to be doing Gonsfeld experiment tonight on Inside the Upside Down, but Shauna is not feeling well. And so um, and she's the one that's actually done a Gonsfeld experiment. So she absolutely has to be there during the show. So I just kind of quickly switched it up. OK, we'll talk about dreams. So that is happening on Inside the Upside Down. Directly after the show, I just have to switch out lighting and get artwork put up and all that stuff. So 
that is coming up. Uh, for those of you that are new to the YouTube channel, the Haunted Road Media YouTube channel, please go ahead and subscribe and click that little bell uh, notification so that you can be updated on everything going on. I do want to throw, we're going to do shout outs here uh, real quick. I do want to thank our super, super chat superstars. Um, you, you know, I, there's a whole list of them tonight. So uh, we have uh, Tom McNicholas, Jen, Bree Jones, uh, Snaggletooth, and BD Flint. So thank you all for the super chats tonight. It's absolutely fantastic. So, all right. <clears throat> I'm already losing my voice. I have a whole other show to do. I know. I am so <clears throat> gonna die. Yeah, and and people are saying, Mike, tell Shauna I say uh, for her to feel better soon. Well, definitely, absolutely. So and uh, for, yeah, Fran Molino is back in uh, the chat here tonight. She was gone for a little while, so she was saying she missed us, which is awesome. So um, let's get into the um, <laughs> the shoutouts, and also you know, uh, Donna. I know Donna Gordon is watching. She just couldn't really participate tonight, so thank you, Donna, and I hope you do feel better Hi. too. Um, uh, Bridget Willis, thank you. Uh, Beyond, Beyond the Light Network, which is uh, Chuck Banks, thank you very much for. And I know you kind of Jerry rigged the uh, speaker tonight. So Shay Carroll, <laughs> thank you very much for um, for taking the speaker questions uh, down there. In Periscope uh, lights camera lights camera Tamara, thank you. And I know there are others down there in Periscope as well. Thank you very much uh, for watching. So uh, Justin Spurrier, I know Tom McNicholas is down there. Linz was in there earlier. Um, so a bunch of people uh, really appreciate that. Paranormal Fan 11, thank you very much. Corinna Jenkins, uh, thank you as well. Tammy Heitzman, um, I, I really hope something can work out so you're at the uh, event in June. Oh, for those of you that are new, we do have a uh, uh, Haunted Road Media Paracon, June 9th, Alton, Illinois, Mineral Springs Hotel. Uh, awesome. Check out our Facebook page, Haunted Road Media, for all the details on that. Um, it's going to be a great time. So uh, we're all going to be there. We got, you know, Rob Guthrie's coming out. Um Whole uh, Lee Ehrlich, uh, Chuck Banks is going to be there. <laughs> uh, Coyote hey. Chris Sutton, yes, Vanessa. I said we were. <laughs> so um, yeah, Candy Orton, thank you very much. Uh, B D Flint, thank you again. Thank you for the uh, super chat. Um, Andrew Cox, thank you as always. Seedle uh, Settle D P um, is saying I watch but never talk. But well, thank you for talking tonight. Really appreciate that. <laughs> Um, Rebecca Gardner says, I wish it could be there too far for her in PA. Yeah, that's too bad. We'd love to have you out there. Don Spooky Spectacular. Thank you very much. Um, Shay Carroll says, Mike, getting close Spreaker fans. Dwayne, Chuck, Jen, Candy, uh, Cetus, Luna, uh, Candy, Joanna, uh, Joanna, I'm sorry, <laughs> and Luna. Thank you. That's awesome. Uh, Tom McNicholas, uh, B3 Airspace. So, um, so Tom uh, B3 Aerospace and Grizz are our deep down the rabbit hole uh, Patreon patrons, so uh, that's awesome. And uh, there's others, Jen, uh, Woody, not Woody, um, Zippy. <laughs> you guys both got the wise. Uh, are also Patreon patrons, so um, that's awesome. Patreon.com uh, slash Haunted Road Media. Uh, Pamela Rainey, I really respect your shows. Thank you very much. So um, Snaggletooth75, that's Patrick up there in Canada. Thank you. Uh, Lee M. Earl. Uh, thank you very much, Shauna. I love how you guys take hours to get the next date. It takes us to the UK at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's a long drive. That it was long. faster for me to get from Sheffield, England to Edinburgh, Scotland than it is to get to my mama's house in Missouri. <laughs> That's crazy. True. That is crazy. Uh, Diane Hilberg, great show. Mike and Vanessa, thank you. Um, 
man, we had a lot of people in tonight. It's, it's fantastic. So, who else? Charmy Charms, thank you very much. Pungai Fungi, thank you as always. Uh, yep. <laughs> Ava Gellert, uh, thank you. Um, uh, super Heart from Justin Spurrier down in Periscope. Thank you very much, Justin. Appreciate that. Who else do we have in? So, you did. I got BD, I got Candy, Fran, we got. Uh, Lince White, thank you. I think I got you earlier. Uh, Ether Shadow, as always, thank you very much. Um, um, Jen, we have, we got your paranormal fan 11. Uh, we got Corinna. Um, who else do we have in here? There's a lot of you guys. If we miss any of you, we really do uh, apologize for that. Uh, Katie Palmer, thank you very much. Um, Joe Chandler. Um, Luda Fan G. All right, awesome. Thank you. So, wow. fun guys, fun guys. Is my is my name not funny, darling? I'm it's tired. hilarious. <laughs> I love it. I love your name. I'm Bridget Willis. Yeah. So tired. Yeah, we love fun guys, fun guys. <laughs> Bree Jones, uh, of course. Uh, anybody else? I, mean, I know there's a lot. So, psychic Jen B. And I think I'm gonna end it there because <laughs> I'm, I'm scrolling way up now. So awesome. Um, so <laughs> it's been, you know, it's been one of those days. It has absolutely been one of those crazy days. So I've been up 30 hours. <laughs> you need to get some rest. You need, you need to get some rest. Shauna's resting right now. Um, Donna's taking it easy. And I don't know. I actually crashed for a few minutes by accident earlier tonight. Cause I'm just wiped. Um, Estella Castle. Thank you. And um, Beyond the Light Network, yeah, I think we got you, Chuck. Okay, so that's going to be it for this show. Stay tuned. Inside the Upside Down coming up here next. You might have to refresh that feed somewhere in there just to kind of kickstart uh, on YouTube. Periscope, it'll let you know when we go live again. And I guess um, I think we're only doing Edge of the Rabbit Hole on Spreaker right now. So, all right. You guys have a great night. Thanks for hanging out here on Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Till next time.